WebmasterRadio.fm, keeping you out of rush hour traffic. Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert, the story, headline, the spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Cover Story with myself, Brandy Shapiro-Babbin, and my extremely charming and handsome host, David McGinnis, president of PR Web, and Mick Jolly, director over at PR Web. Hey, guys. Hey, Brandy. How you doing, Brandy? I'm doing great. How are you? Awesome. Good. Hey, we um, just news hot on the scene. Fortunately or unfortunately, we picked such a cool guest who is in such high demand, he's actually getting tugged into a meeting earlier than he anticipated. So I I think with no further ado, we should introduce our guest for the day. Manny, you there? Um, Okay. (laughs) Anyway, our guest today is Manny Munoz. And uh, Manny has quite the reputation, one of the top markets in the country. That would be Miami. Um, He's interviewed presidents. He's worked behind the scenes. He's worked in front of the scenes. uh, And now currently is the executive producer for um, one of the preeminent news sources in South Florida, WIOD. Welcome, Manny. How are you? I'm doing wonderfully. Thanks for having me. God, you are like radio boy voice. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so I want to jump right into this. You know, our radio show really focuses on giving people all the tools they need to create um, the right buzz, really promote themselves properly. And obviously one of the the best keys to promoting yourself is using radio as a vehicle. I I think one of the biggest problems I see when I'm pitched a story or, or something like that is people not knowing who they're pitching to, not knowing who we are, the kind of programming we have, and the kind of interviews that, uh, that we'd be interested in doing. Okay. How do you suggest that people, you know, best arm themselves with the information to ask, you know, to say, hey, you know, because I think that's a, it's, it's a hard medium, especially when it comes to people selling themselves. Like, it's one thing to go, oh, wow, I love this program. I'm familiar with this program. Let me tell you what you should do with this program. Versus just someone calling up and going, hey, yeah, I got this great story for, you know, weight loss on a political show. On a national level, it's much more difficult. Uh, locally, we, we have PR firms locally or people who are pitching stories uh, that are down here in South Florida, Miami or Fort Lauderdale, and have no idea who we are, have no idea who they're pitching to. They're just trying to get a story out there. Now, that's one of the first things uh, that'll probably get whatever the pitch is tossed out. Secondly... It, uh, you know, PR people, marketers have a job to do, and to them, every story is interesting. Uh, when I say know who you're pitching to, know what the station is, uh, who our target audience is, etc., um, we're a heavily male-dominated uh, audience, the people that listen to our station. Um, and uh, as a matter of fact, about a year ago, I even asked um, our operations manager, our program director, to put together... Um, a median listener for the station. Who is our, our average listener? 
and he put together like a two-page profile, you know, giving him a name, his family, what he likes to do, his hobbies, what he reads, uh, what kind of wine he drinks even. Um, so, so one thing is, uh, obviously I don't mean going that in-depth, but knowing who you're pitching a story to, we get stories pitched to us about, uh, you know, the hot new skincare products. Well, that's never going to get on our air, one, uh, because... Guys, don't care. Heavily, yeah, our heavily male audience just isn't interested. Right. And not that we don't have any women listening, but they listen to our station for a reason, and it, I doubt that it's because of uh, hot uh, skincare tips. Well, you know, different strokes for different folks know. But I mean, but but you're a hundred percent right, and you also aren't going to do something that a isn't going to deliver the messaging you want to your audience, and b isn't going to jibe too with your advertiser base. Yeah, and and you know, with our station, it's it's kind of interesting. Uh, when I go to speak at, you know, colleges and things like that, uh, you know, students usually are told to listen to the station in the morning before I go in and speak. And because we have the programming that we have, uh, Glenn Beck, Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, uh, Todd Schnitt, things like that, people think that that is what we do. That's what, what I'm there for. I have nothing to do with the programming. Right. I'm here for the, the news side of it. Um, and so uh, because of the programming, because of the people that we have listening to the station, I try not to put on any interviews that uh, are in love, uh, for example, with this administration or any who are going to tear the administration apart. I try and use, uh, for the most part, um, reporters, uh, unbiased as much as possible experts. Um, I won't put somebody like uh, Ann Coulter on, and then again, I probably won't put Michael Moore on either. Uh, <laughs> Uh, unless it's a news, uh, unless it's a news story, not oh. for one of our interviews, which we have in our different news programming. Um, oh. So it all goes into it. I mean, what would, what would a guy? And this is, I take this into account every day when I'm thinking: Should I book this? Should I not book this? Our median listener is a late fifties, early six, uh, excuse me, late forties, early fifty-year-old guy, makes six figures, has a wife, has two kids approaching teenage age. Um, uh, you know, has a 401k, cares about his health issues, parents, uh, one of his parents might have had Alzheimer's or cancer, things like that are the things I have to take into account. He enjoys watching the History Channel, he enjoys watching the Discovery Channel, things like that. He likes sports, but he's not a hardcore sports addict. Um, you know, doesn't mind spending $20 on a bottle of wine to have over dinner with his wife one on a Friday night. Um, so things like that are what I have to take into account when I decide whether a story is going to be covered by news or whether it's an interview that we're going to do in one of our other news programs. Interesting. Now, how, how can you best help people? Because, you know, we all get a little self-absorbed when it comes to something that we're promoting personally. The difference between spinning your promotion into something that's considered like a newsworthy story versus just going out there on the like, public interest appeal portion. You know, um, some of the best people uh, who I get releases from, uh, for example, uh, there's one from U.S. News and World Report, who anytime anything major happens uh, in Washington with the presidency, the war, anything like that, I mean, I could find the story, I could get the story from the Associated Press on her wires and guarantee within 15 minutes she will be sending me a release. I've got this correspondent available to speak about this. Um, People who could tie things in like that in a timely manner. I've had people, uh, you know, try and pitch stories to me, for example, about um, uh, buying Christmas gifts. You know, the hot, uh, hot high-tech toys for Christmas. 
Right. Um, and they tell me, okay, they call me, you know, around Thanksgiving. Okay, perfect. When can we book this? Uh, well, they're not available till December 17th. Well, that's not going to cut it. Right. You know, the Christmas shopping season starts the day after Thanksgiving. Right, right. Um, things like that, you know, uh, cold and flu season. I have people call me, you know, when there's like a month left in the season on tips to avoid, you know, getting sick. Um, just simple things like that is, is not, not only knowing who you're pitching to, but knowing your product. What um, message? Sorry. Manny, this is, Dave, this is David uh, McInnes. I have a question hey, for you. Um, when you, you just rattled off a bunch of demographics about your audience, is that is there a place where those demographics about your audience are located, so that um, our users or people out there looking for exposure don't have to call the station and and um, maybe great to help them out with the research a little bit? Yeah, great question. Um, I think there might be some inside radio industry things, but I'm not familiar. Like, uh, it's not listed on our website. This was actually an in-house uh, project that I that I had my boss do. So, uh, not only myself, but the rest of the people who work in the news department know who we're broadcasting to. Um, yeah, that's you know, and I have pretty much a uh, a standard email uh, that I send to people who pitch me a couple times, and it's not really things that I'm interested in, and so I send them this out. So they know what I'm looking for, uh, but no. They, they, as far as I'm aware, we don't have anywhere uh, where people could go to see what our target audience is or or who we're broadcasting to. We should, I guess, but but we don't. Right. It's kind of a, it's an interesting way of qualifying people up front. You know, yeah, and it, you know, it, it obviously makes it a lot easier not only for me but for them. Right. A hundred percent. Now let me ask you. So what was like the the worst pitch ever you got? Like, the worst pitch ever on something that, like, maybe you really should do, but boy, you know, thank God that person was on the phone, not in person. Uh, you know, things that are really um, generalized. Uh, you know, I've had, as a matter of fact, twice, and it's not a bad story, but it's not something that even a small amount of our audience would be interested in, where, uh, what was it, the hot, hot new cookbook for diabetics. Now, not belittling the fact that there are diabetics out there. Obviously, there are, and I'm sure that there are many of them in our audience. But the percentage of our audience that would be interested in that uh, is so far outweighed by the, the massive amount of our audience that wouldn't be interested in it. And I've had that pitch two or three times in the last couple months because that one, one of the, uh, there's a, a PR firm called Newman Communications, and I use them a lot. I've, you know, I've got a long time uh, relationship with, you know, with the guy that I work with. And towards the end of the year, I'd say after November, every story he was pitching me had either to do with planning for your retirement or losing weight. And he would send me a sheet with 10 or 15 stories, uh, and they would all be, towards the end of the year, for some reason, everybody wants to, has a book or wants to talk about, you know, planning for, the re, for your retirement or losing weight. <laughs> and I had to tell him, you know, give me something else. This is garbage, you know. Right. Um, enough because enough. you can only do so many interviews about those things in a one- or two-month period. How about, how, what's the best pitch you ever got? Maybe it wasn't the best fit, but really someone who you were just inspired to go out of your way for? Um, you know, that's, it's a hard question um, because there could be different ones. I mean, the easiest pitches, I guess, for people to make is someone with a big name. Um, I was called a few months ago and 
asked, are you interested in interviewing President Clinton? Well, you know, that's pretty much the pitch right there. You don't have to sell right, it. Right, right, well, I mean, right, right. Um, things like that. You know, during the campaign, it was great because I was, I mean, I, I almost got sick of hearing from them, but people from both campaigns, people from, you know, the Republican National Committee, the Democratic Committee, um, every day they were, like, fighting for one another, uh, fighting over one another to get people on our shows. Well, what I started doing was saying, okay, the Republican National Committee has offered me uh, the vice president this afternoon. Who, you know, who are you going to get me? We'll do a point-counterpoint. Who are you going to get me that, that I could put up there, up against the vice president, and I'm not going to look stupid for putting them on together? I love um, that. That's great. So I had, had to kind of turn it around. But, yeah, I mean, that was... Um, that was good stuff. I guess most of the best pitches are when somebody somebody with a big name wants to push something because that's obviously the easiest time to get them. Right, but I'm, I'm talking about maybe someone came to you with a concept. Maybe it was a diabetic cookbook, for goodness sake. Right. Something that maybe didn't seem like such a great fit, but their pitch, their research, their packaging, whatever it was, inspired you, know you so much. There was a book that a, a husband and wife, who are, I believe both are psychologists, um, somewhere in the Midwest, and it was kind of goofy the way it was pitched to me. It was to the effect of how to talk to your kids about sex. Okay, <laughs> great story. Right. Um, I could understand that. The pitch wasn't very good. Um, I hesitantly did the story. I taped it. I didn't do it live on the air. We taped the interview, and they turned out to be great. Um, just because of the way they spoke, they were both on the air, uh, did the interview together, which I am not a fan of also. Um, but they were great, and they had obviously done enough of these interviews where one could pick, off, pick up right after the other and right. not talk over one another. Um, but, yeah, that, that was probably a really good one that I wasn't excited about at first. Um, and, you know, with, with some of those, with a lot of those, you don't know how good they're going to be until after you do the interview. This is true, and thank God for you, it's taped, so you at least <laughs> yeah, the yeah. option to ditch it if you had to. Unless I get a chance to talk to somebody for a few minutes and know how they're going to be on the air, I, I prefer to do them taped. Um, one of the programs that we do, for example, called uh, News Extra, that's on uh, 6 p.m. Uh, Monday through Friday, we've got four segments, on four interview segments on the show. And I try to keep one of them where I book on a daily basis, one or two of them, actually, where I try to just pick out the bigger stories of the day. What's, you know, what's going to affect our listeners, what our listeners are going to be most interested in, and do those interviews on that. I have two other segments uh, that I try and book ahead of time. Um, so I, the live ones are kind of tough because, you know, some, you might get a person with great qualifications who just isn't very good, you know, speaking on the radio. Right, right. It's very, you know, that is so true. We've had that yeah, a couple and, of times here. And, and that's, I mean, when you find somebody who is very good at speaking, who can just speak on the radio or has a good personality for interviews, m might make a subpar subject that much better because uh, they're more listenable. Now, let me ask you, in, as far as people pitching you, is it better for, do you think, people to call, have a conversation with you first, back it up with paperwork? How, how, what's the easiest way to get a pitch? You know, knock I, can only, I can only speak for myself, and it might be because I have uh, other responsibilities other than you know, getting the pitches and, and uh, booking the interviews, uh, but I prefer to get a pitch via email. 
and then if I'm interested, then I'll email, I'll email the person back or call them. And a lot of times I get pitches via email, and within five minutes I could call the person back and have it booked, as, a person, as opposed to somebody trying to call me over and over to see if I'm interested or not interested. And usually, because I hate being mean, the ones I'm not interested in, even if I'm not, I'll tell them, email me, you know, maybe it'll change my mind, or it's just easier for me to tell them I'm not interested via email. Right, there you go. There you go. My God, Manny Munoz, I'm so, I'm going to keep you on until you say. Okay, I've got about two minutes, Brandy, before I, before they pull me out of here. Okay, okay. Brandy, one of the things that strikes me in this interview is that Manny talks about his audience all the time, and. And so many times, you know, people who are new to PR or publicity, they, they take the mindset that the reporters, journalists, radio producers, whatever, work for them and, and their marketing partners, and they're not. They're really out there working for their audience. Oh. You know, it, an interesting story, and I think it might have something to do with that. And, again, part of my job also is deciding which stories we're going to cover, which stories we're going to put on the radio. And we've kind of changed a little bit from the quote-unquote real news stories to just kind of asking ourselves, what is our listener interested in? Right. It might be a story. We had a study a few, uh, a few months, months ago about uh, how many people are actually interested in adult films. Uh, and, and I led with that one. A girl in England who sold her virginity on the Internet, who auctioned it off to pay off her school bills. Well, that's a story that if you hear it, you're probably going to repeat it to your friend or your wife or somebody else at right. the end of the day. Right. We, whenever it would get cold down here, which is a rarity for South Florida, but you know, it would drop down into the 40s at night in every TV station. And for us, for some reason, we had a habit of getting sound with a homeless shelter and the Salvation Army, and broadcasting which shelters are open. Well, I started saying, you know, I haven't seen too many homeless people listening to our station. (laughs) I don't see them walking around with, you know, with with Walkman and stuff. Right. Um, So, yeah, I guess that has something to do of knowing who your listener is, and that's the key. Some people think, well, this is going to work, but it's not necessarily because it's going to work. It might just be because they want it to work. So, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no, that's awesome, and, and they should. And if, if you're reaching for your goals, to achieve your goals, and obviously the person who wants a story, um, you know, wants an interview, is getting their goals met, then it should really be seamless. So all you're doing at the end of the day is delivering either, stu- you know, um, I'm trying to say news and entertainment at the same time. News uh-huh. and entertainment right. that, you know, pushes sales for a person as well as entertains that person as they continue to come back and use you as a resource time and time and time again. Which is what you they know, do, because you're brilliant. Brandy, <laughs> you're such a smooth talker. That's why I love you. <laughs> well, what, and, and, it, and in closing, because I'm going to have to take off here in a second. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, but one of the things that I've learned um, is that the PR people who I work with on a regular basis and know, um, which goes back to, to what my audience is, who I'm interested in, in booking for interviews are the types of topics I'm interested in is that it makes my it, it makes their life easier and it makes my life easier uh-huh. when we know what each other wants and when we what we when we know what each other has to offer Amen. Um, and it goes back to having that profile of, of our demographic you know somewhere where marketers uh, can can find it and, and I guess that's a problem that there, it, it isn't out there um, but once you build up those relationships with uh, you know, with the, the marketers or the PR people or, um, you know, 
public affairs people, things like that, and they know what you're looking for, you know what they're looking for, it, it really makes both of your lives a lot easier because you could get things done a lot faster. Now, that makes 100%, and, it, and that goes back to your original premise in this interview, which is know who you're talking to, know what it is that they want, understand their demographics so you can deliver their end. And on that note, Manny, although I, I would like to keep you, we're going to let you go. And I would, lo- I would love to talk to you again. I've enjoyed it, and I'm, I'm sorry I've got to run in for this, but it was a last-minute thing. No, that's great. But listen, I'm going to call you because we need to hang out. I'd, I'd love to do that. That was crazy yesterday. That was, it was, <laughs> <laughs> that it's was great hearing your voice, Brandy. Same here. You have a great rest of your day. Thanks for coming on Cover Story. Thank you. David, make my, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Manny. <laughs> hey, you guys, we'll take a break, and we'll come right back. Sounds good. Awesome. We'll be right back with Cover Story. Hang on. WebmasterRadio.fm Inspirations and answers all the time. Attention webmasters. Wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on GenieKnows.com. Install a co-branded search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. And at your command, GenieKnows.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our co-branded referral program. Genie knows how to deliver results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S.com. Proud sponsor of the Webmaster World. More and more women are experiencing amazing pleasures, enjoying playful chocolates from PlayfulCash.com. All natural gourmet Colombian treats that are simply sinful. As a PlayfulCash.com affiliate, you'll enjoy weekly payouts up to 50% on all sales of these trademark and patented products. Multiple payout options, 5% referral fees, and private labeling available. Isn't life sweet when playful is highly profitable? For more money-making info, visit PlayfulCash.com today. Merchants offer your customers a billing solution with zero chargeback risk. Introducing DuoCash. DuoCash. And the revolutionary card that's just like using cash on the net. No credit card or bank account required. DuoCash is available wherever prepaid calling cards are sold or online at DuoCash.com. So ensure your customers' online experience anywhere they see PayByCash.com or DuoCash. And don't leave money on the table. Sign up with DuoCash, the official prepaid shopping card of the internet. Duo cash Tulsa to Tunisia Boston to Bogota all united through webmasterradio.fm commercials off now back to cover story we're reserving a headline for you hey and we are back with cover story uh we just had a a shorter guest and we <laughs> anticipated very tall man very small amount of time. Um, hey, guys. But what a lot of information in a short amount of time, right? Yeah. A whole I, lot of information. He, he's a really uh, interesting character. He's been all over the scene of radio. I mean, he's a wealth of knowledge, and I know he'll come back and chat with us again. But isn't it interesting? Um, I almost feel like we're, we're parrots repeating the same thing again and again. But what do we keep hearing? Know who you're talking to. You know, um, understand who it is, what it is that the other person wants. Make their life easier. If you make someone else's life easier, in turn, they'll do what you need as well. Right. It goes down to that audience research. Yeah, which, you know something, which is true. I mean, we all should know who our audience is. Right. I mean, for goodness sakes, like I had a woman calling me yesterday from a mortgage company 
saying, you know, we can't get in because of our firewall issues, blah, blah, blah. We love listening to Webmaster Radio. We've got like 40 people or, or some crazy amount of people who listen to your radio station, which is a lovely thing. But on the flip side, like would I ever think that a bunch of mortgage brokers out in, in California would be interested in what we do? Right. No. Well, the crossover with what we're discussing on this particular program, I think, uh, reaches into so many different markets. It's marketing, it's public relations, it's advertising, it's just it's public relations in, in the fullest. So there is no uh, picture audience out there that's trying to develop some kind of publicity that can't benefit from some of the topics that we brought onto the show. Oh, 100%. But it's interesting because you can't help but get an idea in your head of whom you think your audience is versus when you really start. Well, you know, the advertising departments at, at these radio stations know who their audience is because they have to sell advertising to those audiences. So I, I would recommend checking with them. You know, well, that, that part is true. As far as going to... Um, if you want to do any kind of radio interviews and stuff, yes, that is a very excellent idea, David. You can call into an um, into the sales department, and what the sales department can do is they have this program called um, Arbitron or Scarborough or whatever, and they can put in information based on whatever it is that you're promoting and really tell you where they fall in the marketplace for a strong reach. And they can tell you, you know, all sorts of crazy stuff about... Um, yeah, there's, there's different ways of arriving at that information. So, <laughs> Right. You know, all that funky stuff like Hume and TSL and Army military time. I'm with you. It's kind of crazy. What do, you, what do you do with that information? Darren's saying, what do you do with that information when you get it? Yeah, hey, guys. I'm kind of jumping in here because I, I mean I got a I, I, I got a question. I mean, what do you do with the information once you're armed with it? You know, you, you know which stations to bomb. I mean, do you just start pounding the phone to to guys like Manny? Well, I think Manny delineated fairly well the way he likes to operate, and I think there is something to be learned from each and every uh, manager producer of of a program, mind you. And and of course, you're in the saddle at, at your particular. Uh, news news uh, sure. station, webmasterradio.fm. Thank you very but much. <laughs> at the same time, uh, he indicated he likes to receive a pitch by email. Somebody else may want a telephone call, and, and, uh, and he indicated that you should know something about the people you're talking to. And while in, he, he admitted you can't quite get as detailed, but ideally you would know uh, what kind of wine the individual likes. Right. Drink. And, uh, you know, that's, that's fantastic. And, and in one of our past productions, we talked to an individual who um, basically indicated that they had tried many, many times to uh, try and get through. Uh, in fact, it was uh, Dan Seidman. He, many times to get through to this one uh, individual. Uh, oh, the porcupine. Yeah, and, and <laughs> he kept uh, being particularly uh, uh, um, you know, nice with this, with, with this one person and finally worked out. And you relate a similar story with somebody that you actually... Uh, struck up a relationship with uh, Randy, you, and you, you, you tried so hard to get past this one gatekeeper and you couldn't, and finally he said, you know what, I, I know somebody who's available up in your area if, if you're single, and like, this <laughs> yeah. person, and all of a sudden that person is all warm, and Dan referred to it on the other side that was like, a, he referred to that individual as a cactus, right. so he took right. a cactus into this person to break the ice, right? And he, and he got help when nobody else did, but he learned uh, something about this about the person he was 
trying to contact. Right. And, and it didn't happen the first time you tried to make the contact. It was the second, it was the third. And likewise for yourself, Brandy, with the individual that you finally uh, said, hey, I have a friend I'd be glad to introduce you to. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever for you <laughs> But, you know, it's true. And that's such an awesome point, Mick, is, you know, understanding your audience on so many levels. Because, you know, yeah, your, your end result is you want to get coverage. But in order to get coverage, you need to enroll someone in what it is that you do. And there's limited time that, you know, that radio stations have. You know, there's only so much ear on a radio station, so much print in a magazine, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, your first goal is to establish rapport with a person. And I am a firm believer of calling someone, um, you know, versus emailing. Because like Manny said, oh, it's easier for me to reject you in email than like right. if you're a real person on the phone. You know what? This works though because I it takes me back to an idea when um, you know from an SEO standpoint of how how to how to get what you want by knowing that person who can help influence you right. and get you that distribution. Um, a, a friend of mine was this was back before uh, Yahoo went BizX. Okay. Right. So you could only do you know, through their standard submission form. And it would take someone six months to a year to get in. I mean, you know, if, if they didn't know what they were doing. And so we actually built a special page off of his domain. And it was called, you know, whatever.com slash yahoo.html. And it was a picture of the website owner, right? And a little story, uh-huh. right? Uh, and it was basically, hey, thanks for your time. I really appreciate right, you coming right, to check out right. my website. And, you know, hey, by the way, <laughs> right, it, it, you know, he happened, uh, you know, we, we sat down, we did a little bit of research, and he he got the idea because he tripped across the fact that uh, Serenija Srinivasan, who was the head of, um, I think she was like the number six Yahoo employee, and she was the head of, of the review department. And he found out that she liked the CIA world facts. And so he actually bought a hardcover edition of the CIA world fact book. Okay. Right. And sent that with a little note attached saying, Hey, thanks so much for taking the time to check out my submission. I've been having a hell of a time, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? I, I, I just want to thank you because I know if you guys have to deal with guys like me all day long, you got to have the worst job in the world. Thanks so much. I'm so-and-so at whatever.com. And it made the world a difference. Within, you know, I want to say three or four days. Boom. His site was listed. Yeah. No no response email, nothing like that. But we but we watched and the URL that he put in there, the yahoo.html, got hit numerous times from Yahoo reviewers that we were able to see in the log files and sure enough, he got exactly what he wanted. You know, but that's true. If you, you know, I mean, stop and think about it. What what motivates anybody to do something for someone else? Chocolate. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, that's bad, bad, Mick, bad. But, you know, like, I mean, yes, it's finding, like, that weird commonality, like me with that witchy woman. Um, and finally, I just said, you know, <laughs> look, if you're single, I've got a guy for you. And depending on which way that conversation went is how I was actually going to react. But, you know, finding that one thing that's going, that's going to allow you to connect with that person that's going to separate from you from the rest and promote you or promote them to do business with you, I should say. And I think that is such a key thing. And I think it's a key. We're all so busy. 
But if someone says something that lightens your day, that just adds like a quality to your day or allows you to pull your head out of the chaos that you're stuck in, yeah, you're going to be promoted to do something for them. All right, I got a good question. Okay. How do you find out more about guys like Manny Munoz so you can, you know, get through the clutter of his day? How do you because find? Y- y- you have, you know, a relationship with Manny. Right. Right. But let's say I don't. <laughs> I'm not giving him to you. <laughs> no, but, but I mean, <laughs> right? I mean, you how know, do you for do our this? listeners, how, how would someone get just the, the smidgen of information that they would need to make a guy like Manny stop in his tracks and go, oh, I should give this some credence? Um, I think, personally, there's a couple of things. First of all, you need to do your research to know what stations, let's say you know, we're in the Miami market, what stations are talk radio and what stations are predominantly syndicated radio, what stations actually have their own original programming. Then you find out, you know, you can just call in and go, hey, are there segment producers for this time slot? Is there an, e- you know, an executive producer that deems over the news? You're the assignment directors. Just start talking to them and be respectful. These people are so super busy. So if someone's like, hey, I got to run. Please, what is your information? Spit it out. Know your stuff well enough that you can spit it out. And like the Manny said up front, know the station enough to know where your pitch would be best placed. Make his job easier. Right. Did I answer your question? I, yeah, kind of, sort of. I mean, because you, you know, I, I used to work at NBC, and I, I'd, I'd go and hang behind the news desk, and you know, I'd see stuff coming across the wire and whatever. And, and, and it's like, you know, that is the question. You know, in a busy newsroom or you know, in a busy production environment where they're, you know, covering yeah. things. You know, how do you get through that that noise and that clutter? Because I'll tell you, a newsroom is just bustling. It's, see, you know, no, I just, think the newsroom is the easiest kicking. one to get into. Only because there is always someone answers that phone newsroom. Right. Right? So you're always going to get someone, which is a very cool thing. And chances are that person who's answering the phone is someone who has some decision-making power. They're probably really stressed out. So if you call them up and you've got something sort of goofy to say or something fun to say, you're going to allow them to take pause and like put a smile on their face. But the, but the deal no, is this. I've seen you do that before. Thank you very much. But the thing <laughs> is this, right? And it adds to you, right? You diffuse yourself, you diffuse them, everyone's happier. Enthusiasm breeds enthusiasm. But I think at the end of the day, if you go to like the local website, for example, and you're looking at whether it's TV news or radio news, it tells you these are who the producers are. This is the original programming we do. So you call up and you know if you've got a healthcare product, Marilyn Mitzel, WSVN, and you go and you try to, you know, you pitch either Marilyn, who's the talent, or one of her producers on getting your, you know, healthcare product or medical issue out there. You know, it's just doing the research to find out, like, the TV doesn't, you know, come on all by itself. Radio doesn't come on all by itself. You've got the, the, the face people, and you've got the people behind the scenes that make the face people, you know, give the face people the information. Figure it out. Know who they are and call up. You know, even befriend a, a receptionist in that case if you're going in through a general number. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. So I think that's important. But hey, guys, you want to go to a break? Let's just take a brief break and uh, come right back. And yeah, let Windbag Brandy take a... <laughs> All perfect, Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Windbag Brandy and crew will be right back on Cover Story. Thanks. 
WebmasterRadio.fm Inspirations and answers all the time. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. More and more women are experiencing amazing pleasures. Enjoying playful chocolates from PlayfulCash.com. All natural gourmet Colombian treats that are simply sinful. As a PlayfulCash.com affiliate, you'll enjoy weekly payouts up to 50% on all sales of these trademark and patented products. Multiple payout options, 5% referral fees, and private labeling available. Isn't life sweet when playful is highly profitable? For more money-making info, visit PlayfulCash.com today. There's a lot of webmasters out there, and they all have traffic to send you. For them to send you traffic, they need to know who you are. Want to reach them? Heck, you need to reach them. To reach them, you need to be where they are. You need to speak their language. You need to tell them how you're all going to make money together sending traffic to your sites. Webmaster Radio is the place to reach them. Webmaster Radio is the place where webmasters, affiliate programs, and internet businesses come together to learn, share, connect, and do business. Use banners? Buttons? Sure, you've got those here. But if you want to put out the message that not only tells them what you do, but the spirit of your company, Webmaster Radio is the place. We'll put out a professionally produced radio spot that can be informative, entertaining, even silly. It'll get your message out to the Webmaster community. And hey, we'll all do more business. Webmaster Radio, where everybody learns to make more money. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Cover Story. Uh, today, we actually start off with a great guest, Manny Munoz, who is the executive uh, producer over at WIOD AM Radio in Miami, which is a top-rated news radio station in Miami, which is a top-rated uh, news market. Woohoo! Uh, and then we sort of just took the, uh, the line of conversation that we were having with him and sort of expanded it in regard to how to best pitch the radio media. And also how to best enroll people so that uh, once they like you, they'll listen to you, and then you understanding what it is that they need so that you can pitch a story and make their life easier, hence get you the exposure that you truly want. I got another question. No! I'm sorry. Is there someone else in this room that has a question? <laughs> All right, ask away. How, is, is there any difference in pitching a guy like Manny as opposed to pitching someone who's like a segment producer for... Uh, a national show where you deem national coverage like like a network um, yes 
segment producer for something yes. like a 2020 or a, oh you totally know, I, I mean how would you work those angles how would you work those angles I can't you tell you right angles? now <laughs> well. it's about four dollars no yeah right <laughs> just kidding just kidding um, but everyone's mind's going in a different direction right now right right uh, terrific anyway um in a situation like radio and in a single market radio station, someone like Manny's got full control. And he also has the ability, if he likes you, to say, okay, I'm responsible for this show. I think maybe you're not right for this show, but you know what? I'm, I'm going to hook you up with someone else. And he can just speak to someone else and put you on another show. But, you know, he, single markets are, are really good for honing your skills anyway. Yeah. Oh, my God. You start there and work, or work your way up the ladder. Oh, yeah, you do not want to get on national TV with that little red light blinking and, and look like a deer stuck and, in the headlights. And Saturday Saturday shows, you know, are, are, are easier to get on probably than week, weekday shows. Yeah, this is true. This is true. And it's just, I think the only big difference between a, a national show, if you get lucky on a national show, then sometimes you can pitch someone and they can go, oh, my God, you know, like some whacked out thing. They've got time available and someone else ducked out and you make sense and you sound like you're well-spoken, bam, they'll pop you in. But for the most part, they have, they have like pitch parties. So you go in with all of these other things and it's more of a group decision and it's all balanced out on everyone bringing something to the whole. For a show, like a Today Show, you got like 18 producers over there, 18 segment producers. And if it's a themed or like an Oprah show, if it's themed then each producer is responsible for a different segment, but yet all the producers need to work together because the segments need to flow in one whole concept. That's where it can take up more time and you may end up having to speak to more than one person and, and whatnot. It's not as difficult as you think if you really, really, really want to get there. You really got to know what are you going to get out of like being on an Oprah? Like, for example, for us, like it would be, I think there'd be some, what? I don't think it would work too well. Right. Yeah. Like, I think it would be cool for us mentally. Like, I've been on Oprah before. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, ah, we were on Oprah. You know, those earrings that look big on TV, well, they're massive in person. Um, But, but yeah, I mean, Oprah caters to, you know, like, the 16 to 45 market, predominantly women. You know, um, I think non-business-oriented per se women. Um, so yes, it really wouldn't benefit us considering we're a business to business radio network. So, you know, it's really knowing how to spend your time and understanding that. But, you know, someone like a 60 minutes would be very interesting for us. Not yet. We don't have our full story. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that comes back to, uh, one of the objectives that you have to put out in front of your objective is to uh, land on a, on a national of some sort. You have to work in these smaller markets and start out and uh, build up that expert status. And it, it is a, uh, you know, I'm not going to say it's a, a lockstep kind of uh, operation, but you do have to start somewhere. Well, you know what, Mac- Own those skills. You know what? I agree with you 100%. I think one is, it's a two-step thing. One is you want to hone your skills. So when you finally get up to your 60 minutes or whatever, like the epitome of, of like, wow, I've been there PR. Um, goes that you do come off as polished and well-spoken um, as possible. But on the flip side of things, like we don't have a full story. I think what we do, using us as an example at Webmaster Radio, is I think it's awesome. I think we got kick-ass show hosts, industry leaders, blah, blah, blah. But I think we need to germinate a little bit longer because our story will grow. And if you put, sometimes you got to be careful because if you put a story out there and you're like, you know, that's all, folks, 
then you sort of pigeonhole yourself instead of allowing yourself to sort of steep, like fine tea. Not always rush to get that promotion. You know, get your sea legs a little bit and then get the promotion. And then, you know, in four or five months' time, when we've got, you know, 15 more programs on board, we're really, you know, our programming is really impacting the way people um, do business and the way that they, they function in their lives. That's a story. You know, if you start out with a local affiliate, too, you can ask to get referred up. That's um, an excellent point. Yeah, so a lot of times we're hesitant to ask for referrals, but if you're coming out of a good segment with a producer, you know, ask them, you know, um, where else you can go. That's an excellent point because, you know, the answer is always no unless you ask. And if you're coming as a referral, you're going to get at least listened to. Well, you know, well, exactly, because if I, you know, someone calls me and they say, hey, David McGinnis told me to talk to you, you know, told me to call you, I'm definitely going to hang up on them immediately. No. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No, but I'm going to give them more, um, more time and more credence than if I was just got a blind call. Right. So I definitely. So it's a lot easier to say, I just did a segment with Manny and he, you know, it went really well <laughs> and he thought I should call you and see what we can do for your audience. Right, and then again, it's making someone's life easier too. Plus, it's, it comes with um, a little extra credibility. Did you want to say something, producer? No, producer doesn't want to say anything. No, no, just 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 going. That makes sense. Leveraging, you know, leveraging getting one deal knocked down with the next guy. Well, then that well that goes to I used to no, because I used then, to, you're, then you're stroking egos. Well, if so and so did it, right? Yeah, no, I gotta be cool. Yeah, too. right. That's an excellent point. Well, not only that, somebody doesn't have to be the uh, first first one on the block to uh, try a new product. You know, in that case, they. Uh, be the first one to interview. They know you have some history. Maybe yeah. they can even listen in a, in a little uh, segment of a past a past interview. That's a, and that is an use that as a tool. That's right. an excellent point. Well, I mean, I mean, because you can, if it's whether it's TV or radio, you can, you know, what what you're saying is send clips on to someone else. Uh, as example, you know, if you're, you know, may, maybe use that as a springboard for, for, you know, national spotlight attention. You know, I've done, you know, uh, in a Chicago, Miami, L.A., oh, yeah, well, Houston, Dallas, whatever. And it makes them feel better, too, because like Manny said, he always tapes the interviews unless he absolutely knows that someone's going to rock. Because that way, if the person sucks, he doesn't have to ear it, you know, because it makes him look bad if you suck. Quite honestly. <laughs> So, yes, being able to go to someone and say, I've done, I've done the smaller markets, I've been here, I've done that, it gives them confidence that you're going to make them look good because at the end of the day, you know, we all become sort of self-absorbed. It's about me. No, like David pointed out, it's about everyone. Everyone has to win. It's about the listeners, it's about the advertisers, it's about the hosts, it's about the producers, and it's about you, the person who's looking to pitch your story. I think that's very important. And you know what I think, guys? I think we're at that point. I think we are. I think it's about you, Mick and David. Hey, it's about you, Brandy. Andrew. Uh, hey. I appreciate love it. the uh you guys participation. You guys I, I rock. Wish we had more time with, with Manny. Yeah, we'll get Manny back. We like Manny. Besides I'm gonna try to get Manny to come into our studios and have him go, Well, this is kinda cool. <laughs> I've been to his studios before. Well, I think there's a whole lot more information that we can uh tap into with Manny in the in the future. So I look forward to that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll get him back and we'll have uh, some other people pop by and, and say hi and add their two cents. And um, we just really appreciate you. Thanks for including me today. Hey, you're really welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? My heart just wouldn't be right if you weren't here, David. <laughs> you know that. 
<laughs> All right, we'll get off the phone. All right. Bye. All right, so listen, everyone. Stay tuned. We've got some great co- uh, programming coming up later with um, Chris Tolls at 5 p.m. That's Next Stuff Now. It's all the stuff that's happening next, except it's happening now with Chris Tolls. He's the man. And then after that, we got the other man who's the man. That would be Monty Khan with uh, Domain Masters. I'm not exactly sure who his guest is. Who is it? Adam Dicker from DN Forums. Oh, Adam Dicker from DN Forums. Yes. I kind of sort of know that boy. Yeah. Not well. <laughs> but I'll know him better tonight, as should you, people. That's one of the largest forums for domains and domain master type people. So uh, hang out. Thank you for coming to Cover Story, and we will see you next week. <laughs>